Hello, it's a new episode of Crushed. We made it through January. The only downside to that, of course, is that now we have to do February. Uh, but spring is on its way. And there is none more springy a person than my guest today, Sarah Hadland. She's always full of joy and energy. Um, and you will know her from the job lot, from the original Horrible Histories, and primarily from her role uh, as Stevie in Miranda, which is where I met her back in 2009. Um, Hadders, as uh, well, I'm allowed to call her that, I don't know about you, give it a go, see if she launches at you in the street. Um, she uh, came on not only because she's a fan of the show and is so, so good on crushes, um, she came on to promote a play that she is doing. It runs from the 1st of February till the 24th. I'm saying the 1st. It actually started a couple of days before, uh, but y you're too late to see those. So there's no point in me talking about them. Um, so I don't know why I did. Anyway, it runs until the 24th of January. And if you're in London, it's at the Arcola, which is in Dalston and is such a brilliant theatre. It's one of those places where your, your spirits are lifted as soon as you're in there. It's just buzzing with creativity. And she's doing a three-hander um, with actually another friend of mine uh, called Naomi Peterson, who is also brilliant. And they've both been so enthusiastic about this script and this show. Uh, I'm seeing it tonight and I cannot wait. It's about, um, uh, well, you know what? It's a tearjerker. Apparently, I was just looking on the website. It made Martin Clunes cry. And I don't know what higher praise there is. So if you are around, please do go and see that. We'll put the details in the show notes. Um, and... Without further ado, here's Sarah. We should tell the listeners that um, I uh, we went to the same Christmas party and Sarah loved my dress so much that by the end of the evening she'd bought it. <laughs> I think I did that thing going, where's it from? And you said, oh, I'm I like, can't remember. Googling. And then a bit later I was like, no, I said, where's no, it from? where's it from? I mean, I did. Yeah, I mean, it's eBay. That's why it's. Uh, and then I was harder to track straight down. Straight on eBay in the wee small hours, <laughs> found it, bought it, thrilled with it. Love it. <laughs> Although we've already established, Margaret's got it. Can I call you Mags? Yeah, I do. Mags has got a much better bust. What we've me. established is that my dress gaps in between buttons, which is a problem I've had my whole life. It always makes me feel like, I don't know, like I'm in, like I'm on Onslow in keeping up appearances. Do you know what I mean? It's not, I it's not a good that. look. Because you're the natural <laughs> casting. I think they were like, that guy or Margaret K. Bond Smith. I mean, either of them could do it. They're both, they're both perfect casting. They're available. I'm available. Yeah. Uh, right, let's get on with the actual podcast. And welcome to Crushed by Margaret Cable Smith, the podcast about the insanities and calamities of unrequited love. My guest today is the fantastic actress Sarah Hadland. Hello. Hi, Hadders. Hello. How Hi, are Mag. you doing? Hadders I'm very is well, thank you. The first guest we've had who's brought a notebook, <laughs> which I'm uh, very. Who? Am I actually? Um, I think you might be. No, it's good. It's really good to be organised. Because. I've got so many different ones to cover, which at first I thought, have I had any crushes? And then I'm like, oh God, I've had lots of crushes. And then you can Might do it year by year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, absolutely. I'm glad we're, I'm glad you're on board with that. Yeah. So um, I'm worried that I'd forget something crucial. I mean, at one point here, I've got Benetton jumper ski leggings. <laughs> that will become Is that something you've had a crush on? Just that outfit? <laughs> really went the Benetton hard. window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so uh, uh, when when I asked you to do this, you did send a voice note that said, I've just remembered wrapping my cousin up in a curtain. Yes. <laughs> so should we start with that? Is that the start opening that. And I can be mark? really specific. If the listeners I, want detail, want. I've got and it. And they do. Yeah. So this was in Corn in Loughborough. Really weird wow. naming. I know. We lived in Warwick Avenue. I must have been about three. And my cousins, Mark and Philip, were a little bit older than me, maybe four and six. Um, and I remember rolling Mark <laughs> up in the curtain. And I can remember the when smell you were three. of the curtain. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was going to say, good. I was a really sexy three-year-old, but that's... <laughs> um, so I rolled Mark up in the curtain really tight. And I can remember the slight sort of... It smelled a bit like a tent. Um, <laughs> this was the 70s. Why was the curtain... Like, the curtain wasn't on a window? 
It was, but in the 70s, we had long curtains to the floor. Yeah, right, yeah. In the playroom, and they were orange and brown striped hessian. Classic. Which were in. We, they, were on, they were on point. My mum and dad were on, on point. On trend. So Jill and Robert had it all going on. So I was rolled up in the curtain with Mark. I mean, it, for those of you who are watching this, uh, you, you might, the thrusting that's yeah. <laughs> is sexy three-year-old time, I'm but sorry. But then I get him tight in it, yeah. smelling the tent very close to Mark, who was not enjoying it, and had gone very still. Oh and, my God. And I thought, and I don't know what I want to do now. Oh yes, but classic crush. Something. Yeah. Something now. You trapped him. Mark asked if he could be rolled out. So we rolled back out. Later on, I've got a toy box, which I've still got. My child has it now. There was a toy box, which I physically fitted in. Probably still fitting it now. To be <laughs> yes. Fair. That much. All right, we'll do that after the recording. <laughs> and um, I got Philip in the toy box under false oh, pretenses. So you I think unrolled we... him? No, right. So Mark, I don't is Mark, Mark still... This is my okay, other cousin, that's Philip. Nice. Yeah. So I had two options. I got Philip in the toy box, got on top of him, and then thought, what now? What now? Something now? What? And again, Philip has to get out. Yeah, so that's the end. But it's it's probably good, isn't it? Because because what well, next? What next? I mean, I just knew that I wanted to be squashed with them in a yes. space, in a confined space. Swaddling. I've tried that dating technique since. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Hi, want I'm to picturing get you cornering people when you date. Is that what happens? Like really go, up against them space. in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> or I just drag the toy box to a club. I'm like, oh, do you want to get in here with me? I mean, you joke, but uh, people do have fetishes that are not disabled. I'm sure to be clear, there's someone. I don't, I don't, I've never asked an <laughs> adult box. male to get in a toy box or roll up in a curtain with me. But um, that was the first time I thought, oh, I really want to, do something here but I just and it was definitely unrequited in both cases both cousins were quite clear I want to I not want, interested like well no I suppose it is um both of those uh, are not it's not what you dream of is it it's no. not a sort of I'd like to be I tell well, you my what. first romantic encounter to be in a hessian orange and brown curtain in corn <laughs> with, my, specifically. with my cousin pinning me <laughs> somewhere um, yeah well, probably being a bit hot and a bit yeah, heavy breathing, I'm imagining. Yeah. Yeah, I a mean, little, little bit of grunting. Disclaimer, I had a history of biting at that point as well. Oh, and in me fact, too. Mom, my auntie Anne had to bite me back because I was going through a thing of biting other children. Um, and so one day she bit me back. And, and to be fair, that worked. It, it stopped. So, That's really interesting. Do you know um, the, the footballer Luis Suarez? No, I don't. You might not have him, but he went through a phase right. where he, he bit, like, bit players... And, um, but I remember yeah. thinking, I remember watching him doing it on a replay and thinking, I remember that impulse really, really yeah. strongly. The sort of, you're annoying, oh, no. you're too close. Ah. And in fact, when my daughter was very small, I was sorting some beads and she got a bead in her fist and she wouldn't let it go. And I went I to bite her hand. I didn't, wow. but I just automatically, because yes. I think it was like regressing to being yes. a, a three-year-old who and bit. And it is. It's a very instinctive action. It's yes. really primal. You do have to be trained out of it, You do. And you have to be sort of told that, I mean, I think I do remember Fleur, who was our neighbour, I can't remember her surname, sadly, in Corn, and her mum came and knocked on the door. And my mum said she looked down and there was just me, that act. And she was like, Sarah can't play with Fleur anymore because she bit her on the stomach and she's left teeth marks. Oh, my word. <laughs> um, so no wonder Mark and Philip were a bit like, I don't want to... Uh, yeah, be... no, it's terrifying three-year-olds because yeah. they know they can't destroy you either. No. You know, presumably so, nice yeah. boys. Now, can we move on? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Because I was thinking about crushes, and obviously I've got my crushes with, I'll just breeze through these, Jonathan Usher and Justin Bates at primary school, audio to Lovely. primary school. Justin edged it because he had an identity bracelet, but with no name on. So he oh, had the silver... it's not much of an identity. <laughs> but I remember thinking... Was it a medical bracelet, though? No, you it know, wasn't. What, there was just nothing on it. I would love that. What about <laughs> I am diabetic? It wasn't. Yes, it was exactly. just a plain silver. And... And I remember that's the first time I saw a man in jewellery and I thought, well, man, Justin would have been a kitten. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I like that. Because it tangled. And I thought, yeah, Justin, Justin. Um, and, um, Slightly better than Jonathan Usher. 
Jonathan Usher. Um, Jonathan Usher was very good at football. And oh, that yeah, that's a classic her. primary school. And I did go around to Catherine Marshalls, who lived next door to Jonathan Usher. And so their bedrooms, they were semi-detached. And we passed notes on a coat hanger to, Justin, to Jonathan and his friend Roger Davis, who Catherine was in love with. And Mrs. Usher came upstairs, Sandy, and really bollocked us and said no. No, really? Yeah. What's wrong with that? What's well, wrong with that? Was it dangerous? I mean, we were sort of hanging <laughs> out the <laughs> yes. window. Um, and probably... What did the notes say? Oh, definitely things. Well, I can tell you. Yes. Are you still... And she's got them here with Tricky. her notebook. <laughs> what? That was the dirtiest word we had ever heard of. And we thought it was a swear word. it's the dirtiest word, word I've heard. Strip tease. Yes, strip I, I mean, for a second, I thought you said drip tease, which is really, really I mean, that's weird. also... I mean, do you want me to but drip tease you? Strip tease. Um, we got strip tease. Strip tease. We didn't know really what it meant until we were obsessed with this word and we were passing it around the class on a piece of paper and I got caught <laughs> and had to go out to the front and read it. And I was thrilled with myself because it's a very good read. I was like, strip tease? Strip tease, Mrs. Lingell. <laughs> and she went, do you know what that means? It's a swear. Uh, it's definitely a swear. And she said... Did you say it's a swear? It's a swear. It's a swear, Mrs. Ling. Pat wow. Lingo, it's a swear. Surely wow. you know. And she said, um, it means taking off all your clothes in front of other people. <laughs> I was like, Mrs. Lingo, you're built. You are built, Pat Lingo. And I went and sat down and we were all, is that what you want? Is that what you want to write on bits of paper? Paper people taking all their clothes off in front of... No, definitely. No, no. <laughs> No, but then we thought about it. We were like, oh, take all your clothes off. Imagine taking all our clothes off in front of Jonathan Usher and Roger Davis. And so we were passing it on a piece of paper. I think tea. Very... I mean, but I, just the words. It's not just a sort of, was it an offer? Was it a will you? Well, I think it was, was it I will? showing rebellion. It was a bit yeah. like Mrs. Lingo said no, but watch me. In my, in my own time. We're into this now. In my free time, I can do <laughs> what I like, Mrs. Lingo. In my free time, I'm all over the striptease. Striptease. Um... And I think then also showing, A, we were edgy, B, rebellious, and seeing maybe, would we do a strip tease? I mean, it would take a long time because I had all womble underwear at that time. <laughs> Death pants, socks. I don't know I would have had to Pretty flammable, I would have thought, in those days Polyester. as well. You know, yeah. I mean, thrush alert. Tr trigger, trigger, <laughs> trigger alert, thrush. I don't. I remember playing strip poker probably around the age of nine, and it was again. It was just something we'd heard about, and I'm not even sure we yeah. were playing poker. No, you know whatever whatever card game it was, Happy Families or whatever. But it was really but, not the um, the the stripping was so like oh god, I don't want to do no. this. Sort of put it almost putting more and more cushions around you to yes. cover up, so you were more covered up than when yes. you had clothes on. But for some reason, it was yeah, it's edgy, Frilling. it's dangerous. Let's Frilling, do this. dangerous, grown up, definitely grown up, grown up. Although yes. I have to say, since I became a grown up, no. No strip teasing, no yeah. strip poker, none of it. Yeah, and never since. And I always want to go back to Mrs. Alinga, who was a fantastic teacher, by the way. I was going to say, well, she did. She described it well, I think. I think she, she could did. have said, "You're a bunch of whores," or yeah. you know, I said this something really damaging. Hadland. Just... Yes. <laughs> oh God. But Drums. then I discovered I started going to dance school when I was about eleven or twelve, and it was a cryptic time in my life. My parents had just divorced, so it was a really so what age, what age was this? 11. Mm. God, yeah, so rough. Cryptic Time had an older, very cool sister. I know this because when I started secondary school with my braces, my frizzy plaits, my very thin legs and my Clark's rubber Mr. Men shoes. Girls oh, the round ones. Just, do you know, <laughs> with a heel like that. <laughs> An Triangular heel, big, yeah, big yeah. circular, yeah. Some girls came up to me and went, are you Kristen Hadland's sister? And I was like, Yes, with my face, <laughs> and I went, "Oh my god!" and literally did the up and up down. And, down. Oh. and I, it became clear to me that she was the coolest girl in the school, um, which was rough. It was sort of it had a weird bit of kudos. Yeah, I could maybe get a message to her for the less cool, but but yeah, you're close to sister, cool. You're kind of like, well, I sort of already knew she was pretty cool because she's my older sister. Yeah. But my sister was already doing dance classes 
And I don't, I think when my parents divorced, there was a kind of, I don't know, a sort of, everything sort of shifted a bit. And I remember, I can't remember how I actually came to do it. I don't know whether it was something I maybe wouldn't have done before, but I thought, oh no, I'm going to do this. So I went to my first class in um, a very nylon-y um, black gym leotard, very low cut, with a grey tank top, grey knee socks and tap shoes. <laughs> um, but was this, I mean, that that was probably standard then or not? All right. Were, were people in more spangly? People with a lot of, this is the pineapple dancing. Oh, God. So, Right, but then okay. I walked into this grotty church hall and there was Amanda, the dance teacher. She was slim, brown perm, um, uh, Benetton, always Benetton jumper, always immaculate Benetton jumper, which at the time, again, just, I mean, now we're in the 80s, Benetton was everything. Yeah, Those big deal. pants <laughs> with the stirrups. Yes, I remember them very well. A jazz shoe which I don't think I'd ever laid eyes on before. No. Maybe a glitter Just a jacket. classic, oh really? Wow. Very thin jangly bracelets, which are always something I've, I've obviously Justin Bates has started that yeah. particular. And she was very pretty, big brown eyes, very, very, she drove a, a red Ford Fiesta. She had a flat in Hale Barnes. Are you <laughs> getting know, I don't know what that means I mean, specifically. It was the epitome <clears throat> of glamour. Hale Barnes had a wine bar and even as a oh, child. Oh, okay. No, yeah, immediately, immediately got just it. Like, wine bar. She's got a flat in Hale Barnes. She's really thin and pretty. She drives a red Ford Fiesta. Head she's to got toe, lovely, Benetton, she's, stirrups. She's, just, she's everything. She talked about her boyfriends to us. Oh, Wow. I mean, it was just amazing. I just, I just thought this is just the best woman I've ever seen. And I want to be her. Yeah, exactly. So was it, was it just I want to be her? Yeah, everything. Or did it ever everything. tip over into I want, I want to wrap you up in a curtain, for example? No. It put you but in a I toy really box. want you. You just it's that thing of going. I want to be you. I want your life, and also I really want you to think I'm good. And 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 she probably was. She was quite actually quite pivotal person in my life because she sort of spoke to my mum quite quickly and said, I think she could do this. Yeah. And that was quite amazing because, and it was a weird thing as well, because around that time, my sister stopped dancing. Oh. And it became <clears throat> my thing. Well, she was good at everything. She was good at tennis and blah, blah, blah. And suddenly I found my thing that was a bit like, and so Amanda was just like, brilliant and she believed in me and you kind of go oh god and she's just so perfect and wonderful and and with a flat in, and i remember once i went to a flat in hale barnes she had a novelty, did you yes a novelty biscuit tin. she had a novelty biscuit tin and a big modeling picture she'd done some modeling and i just was wow like, have you looked her up since well i have seen her a couple of times um at a funeral sadly mm. um and weirdly we had the same handbag <laughs> Which I got rid of straight away. I was like, oh, Did no. Did you? Why? Oh, no, I think that's right, isn't it? You're like, this is this was always no, my destiny. No, because now I don't think I would want to be that person. So when I saw oh, her I see. in handbag... Oh, she's let you down. <laughs> no, I think, I think I thought, oh, no, I don't... I don't... No, that's not... No. <laughs> no, you're going to have to explain this more. What well, is it, was it like that a you mulberry, don't want? It was like a mulberry, very pale, very pale, pale grey mulberry Bayswater bag. Yeah. Which probably, and this was maybe about 10 years ago, that I thought, that's very sophisticated. And then I saw her with it and I thought, oh, no. Now I know. But are you looking down on her, Hadders? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm not. I'm just thinking I'm a different person to her. Okay, yeah. And to be fair, different generation. Imagine if she'd yeah. been wearing the Benetton and the stirrups. and But it all in that black, to be I think if she had, I would have been really happy. I would have been like... Oh, yeah, you do want those people to stay exactly yes. as they are. I think whenever I've seen her, I'm a bit like, no, I want you to be with a thin <laughs> bracelet. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe I was a bit like, no, I don't want you to have a mulberry basil. Yeah. No, yeah. no. But, um, yeah, so she was quite a pivotal person. We were all, there was a little group of about four or five of us, and we all absolutely worshipped her. And And then there was that kind of weird thing of... You know, when you kind of look at someone and think, when I'm grown up, that's what I want to be. Yes. Well, that's why I'm so freaked out by your lack of respect for the mulberry bag. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I don't know. But, I mean, 
What happened then was everyone else was talking about how they were going to go to a college in London at 16 and be in a show in the West End. And I was like, and then I feel like a bit of a um, talented Mr. Ripley situation because I overheard it and thought, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's not... Is that I all mean, right? Yeah, of course that's all right. Well, I don't know. Did you kill any of them? Yeah. Like, it's fine. It's fine. And this is the moment I want to say they're all... <laughs> I mean, it's real all, coup for the podcast, guys. Like, proper They're all underwear Benetton. Dig up Benetton. <laughs> dig up Benetton in Grove Street. You'll find the body. But I was walking behind them and they were called Angela, Fenella and Samantha. Amazing. And they were all talking about that's what they were going to do. And I thought... I, I want to do that. No, this is and the moment in the biopic, surely. This is not a yeah, talented Mr. Ripley thing. This is really, just the... <gasps> this just is thinking, this is, this is what I'm going to do. So we're talking about writing off to colleges. And I don't know how my dad did this, but he got hold of a copy of Contacts, which for people not in the business is like a yellow pages for agents, drama schools. And it's not something that normal people would know about. So I don't know how yeah, my dad did Yeah, maybe that. he killed someone. Maybe he killed Maybe somebody. Maybe talented Mr. Um, Ripley and there, someone under Benetton. Um, <laughs> actually, he did. He was in the he was in the clothing business at that time, so maybe he did. <laughs> so, um, and then I went and did it. They and didn't. didn't. And Angela Fenella and no what's face. I no. think Samantha did it later. Want. I didn't kill anybody, and I went away. <laughs> and then it was quite weird because I think I was the first pupil of Amanda's that did that. Yeah. What and happened then, to the others? Do you? Do you know? And I think Samantha did older? become an actress in the yeah. end. And I don't know, Angela, um, I think I served, I was working, while I was at college, I went back and I was working in a wine bar, a wine bar called <laughs> Jerry's. And um, she came in, she was very drunk and she wasn't dancing anymore. And I don't know what happened to Fenella. But you... <clears throat> I did it and because I was the first one to do it... It was quite weird and then it was quite, it just felt a bit strange because the dynamics changed because you've done something that your teacher hasn't done. Right, because I was going to say, was she... <clears throat> it was a bit weird. <clears throat> I don't know if, because you know when you look back and you're, you're so young then and you see things so differently and I can't really remember, but I remember it was always a bit weird when I came back because you're increasingly, you're doing stuff that they haven't done. Yeah. But she did train, but she trained, I think, at her school up north whereas the college I went to was kind of quite a well-known college and it kind of it was yeah it was just strange and then you have that weird thing of going I've outgrown you yeah and that was a weird thing yeah really weird really weird to outgrow a a crush I thought I'd be better than you and I'm not and I've gone past but I I still it's a it's a really weird thing yeah yeah, yeah. Did she ever, like, did she, was was she just delighted for you? I think she was. Did she know she really how was. much you adored her? I don't, I don't think I ever sort of, because then you go, you're going through all those weird things. It's also a time in your life when so much is changing. And because I was young, I was 16. I left home at 16, which is wow. mad. Yeah, and by I know. 19, I was renting a flat and working in London, which now seems to me like, child you were definitely a child yeah i know um, i mean to be fair i was quite square so even at 16 when i'd left home i was still you know probably doing my national dance project on a saturday night on the kitchen floor of my dig but i think i think i don't I, I think it was one of those things where you don't know quite how to manage it nobody did anything bad but you kind of i mean there were i think it was also I'm going a bit off piece here. That's <laughs> okay. But it was one of those weird times as well where, because dance, you've got this whole, you know, everybody had to be thin. And I do remember there was a horrible moment. And I, bearing in mind, I had daughter and she was very slim. And we were these prepubescent girls. Well, I would have been about 14, 15. And I remember I put, I was doing a dance exam and I put a leotard and tights on and she just looked at my thighs and went, oh, look at your thighs. As in, they've obviously got a bit bigger. Oh, no, really? And I remember it. There were green tights, which aren't <clears throat> flattering. No, it's the tough out. folds, yeah. Um, I think Grot Tough sell. The pink windmill will <laughs> very fine. I was thinking more Robin Hood, but, oh. uh, you, know, fat, you know, muscly. <laughs> I, think you, I go straight to my record. My straight grot to Grot Bags, yeah. Um, please look that up. <laughs> yes, if you don't know Grot Bags, it's quite, quite the icon. Um, and it was just, and I had these little black leotard, and you know when you think, and I, I wouldn't in any way vilify her now for it because I think it was such, oh, it was it's... a very different time. And 
she definitely would have thought she was doing the best for me in terms of, oh, you need to be yeah. trim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't going to help. And yeah, I just remember thinking, oh, God. I remember thinking, oh, I've really let you down. Yes, which is horrible. Like Did you eyes feel ashamed? Yeah. God, that's so grim, isn't it? But it was sort of all right. I didn't have like an ad massively adverse reaction to it then. And I think I kind of, but it was definitely the first moment of, oh God, this person that I've really worshipped and has really moved me into this new place where I'm really good at something um, is suddenly just gone, oh, I don't like that. And you're a bit like, oh, what? And it's probably the first time I kind of went, oh, my body is changing. Yeah. Um, and looking back, I was tiny. But Oh, no, don't. I know that's the awful thing, isn't it? The yeah, sort of, you do the look back and you go, and the, oh, absolutely. that was, yeah. No problem. But it is what it is. And I think... Yeah. Um, oh, well, the dance world little... particularly... Eh? The dance world particularly oh, is God, really yeah. grim on the whole yes. body And it's complicated front. because, like I say, colleges... I know people are like, and of course it is very damaging, but at the time, certainly I was training, you wouldn't have worked if you weren't slim. And I'm not saying it's a good thing at all. No, definitely isn't. Anyway, but it just was how it was. Yeah. So it was a really weird moment. I remember that being a little bit of a, oh God, I hate you a little bit now. She said that I'm really nasty to you. Yeah, she's let you down. But yeah, that's just disappointing. Um, but it was never, it was always, I want to be you. I mean, yes. it's really fascinating, want to be you, and then overtake oh. you and feel a bit yes. weird about it's it. Yes, a really that's a weird real... dynamic. Yeah. And I think, um, and I think just also when you're a teenage girl and you look at a woman who's got a flat and a car and, and it seems so glamorous and you look yeah. back and it was like, well, it was a, <laughs> a one-bed flat and she ever Ford Fiesta and, you know, a bit like, but... At the time, you think it was impossibly it's aspirational. Yeah, yeah. Well, it when definitely she was did. talking about her boyfriends, and I remember I served one of her boyfriends once in Cherry's Wine Bar. And how did you feel about him? Was well, he? He said uh... to me, and he was gorgeous. He used to do part-time modelling, and sometimes she'd rope some of her pupils in to do fashion shows at the Hale Barnes Assembly Rooms. That well-known. <laughs> Catwalk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know it. Yeah, yeah. Um, now you've said Hale Barn, I'm all over it. You walk for oh. have you walked for Dior? No, but I have walked for Dance Express <laughs> from Altrincham at the Hale Barnes assembly room. So I have walked, <laughs> yeah. And um I remember serving him and he said to me, Oh, I remember you. Your eyes are very close together. Oh my god, what is with these people? <laughs> but I, mean, I remember being as an opening I was so happy he remembered me. That you were all right with me. <laughs> and I thought, yes, eyes close together, memorable. Yes, well done, me. I, thought, I remember getting home and going, they're all right. They're all right. They're a bit close together, but they're all right. They'll do, won't they? I'm not in the Quasimodo state, am I? <laughs> yeah, hump. Yeah, oh, the bells. Oh, yeah. not Sarah Hadland with a fat thighs and a close together eyes. No, no, it's a no. I was so thrilled that I'd served him and he remembered me and I felt really grown up working at Cherry's that I was like, I mean, it was a classic. Yes, it is yes, Sarah. Yes, yes Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Yes, yes, how, is. how close. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but as was my he mom, flirting? No. My mum did... No. Uh. <laughs> um, my mum did say to me a really good thing at that time, which I think was really, really helpful. She said, listen... People have got better things to do than worry about what you've got going on. I don't care whether it's your eyes, your thighs, your elbow, your nose. People have got other things to worry about, and frankly, so have you. And it was a really good bit of advice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think definitely with um, with my kids, particularly my daughter, I sort of think you do want to say they're just not really thinking about you. Is is the truth of it? They, yeah. you know, they're thinking about themselves. So yeah. whatever you, whenever you're going, oh my god, what everyone's is everyone? looking at me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what have I done? It's like, no, they're, and they've it's got so their own true. stuff going on. And it's so true. And I remember once I had a massive spot on my chin and I didn't want to go to Amanda's. I didn't want to go to Mixed Jazz. And um, cause at that what point was mixed I was going, about it? What was, well, what was the you mix? Well, you contemporary, you might be doing a bit okay. of razzle dazzle. <laughs> and you'd say it really like, I'm going to Mixed Jazz. I can't go to Mixed, I can't go to Mixed Jazz. I've got a spot. And my mum said, Sarah... What you want to be an actress? What are you going to say? No, I'm not going on stage tonight because I've got a spot. No, what do we say? People have got better things to worry about. Off you go. <laughs> yeah, no, she's right. So, yeah, all characters do get spots as well. This is the thing; you just have to accept that. And it can work to your favour. 
But I mean, having said that, your your teacher, I mean, it sounds like she might have gone, spot, you've got a spot, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to get you auditions, is it? You know, there is the fear that people will turn, because sometimes they do. Sometimes yeah. they do say things about your thighs or your eyes, and it's not well, it fun. It? Sometimes when you're an actor, people do say things or just, you know... You oh, know. I feel like I know exactly what people think I look like all I the time. I remember very it's early on good. doing telly job and a makeup artist went, oh, I need to... I'm going to have a go at those eyebrows. <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm going to bring this vein up <laughs> your head once. I was like, oh, OK, thanks. <laughs> they did not. I'm going to bring yeah, this vein up. This va- and they thought it was a really exciting, fun character thing. And I was just like... Okay, yeah, bring that But you have up. to, don't you? You try and you sort of, you just have to sometimes go, okay. Yes. I mean, uh, I remember the very first series of Horrible Histories, there was um, a makeup artist called Christine Cant, who was a very strong Scottish woman. She used to do all, or she probably still does, all Jennifer Saunders makeup. And we were really lucky to have her on this mm. Horrible Histories. And she's got like a peroxide bob, bright red lipstick. And every morning I get on the truck and God, I must have been in my late 20s early 30s at the max. Oh, Siri, you look terrible. I mean, what, where And this went on for a few mornings. And I was like, no. Oh, my no. God. And then one morning I just went, Christine, this is what I this look like. This is what I look like. You're going to have to accept. If it's every day, then you're going to have to accept. Not this ill. Is what I look like. There's nothing wrong with my eyes. It's 5am. I look like a mole rat. A little bit albino. Please deal with it. I'm sorry it's so upsetting. I look <laughs> it's so shocking for you every morning what I, look, what I look like as a human being. Deal with it. Um, let's, get, let's get back to... Uh, let's get back. So it wasn't sexual with, uh, no. with What's-Her-Face. But um, you, that sort of sounds like it was happening all during the time that things were becoming hormonal, let's just yes. say. So yes. when, was the, when did the first sort of sexy stuff start happening? Well, here's the weird thing. I started... I was doing dance classes every night off to school. And, and I remember... Um, I sometimes, the way I had to go to the dance school was past some flats that were very posh. I say flats, they were like townhouses. And Eisenweilen, <laughs> even saying the name makes me feel a little bit... I, I know, like, I could hear it in your until voice. I, until I, you know, knew about this. I don't think I've said his name since I was 15. And but you said it a lot then. <laughs> Eisenweilen. You wrote it Eisenweilen. a lot, I'm guessing. Very cool, very slim, cheekbones... Kappa tracksuits. Does that mean anything to people? Yes, now? no, it does. No, no, no. Oh. I can see the little logo. Yeah. Turquoise and grey. Can see it. Very long legs. Very cool. I mean, his smile, he was a little bit like Christian Slater. And there's a link to this later. There's a link to this because I've met Christian Slater. So, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a bit dangerous. A bit edgy, naughty, cheeky, bit slime, bit fox, something a bit of a fox about him. And he lived in these really posh townhouses, gated. There was a rumour, and I still don't know if it's true, and I've tried to search it, that he was the son of one of the band members of the Kinks. Oh, wow. Which could kind of, would make sense. Um, Yeah. Apparently his mum was very beautiful, but I never met her. And a a girl called Joe, not Cheshire, what was she called? Joe somebody. She went round to his house one day, and I was literally like, oh, my God, how did you... And she said, he quite likes you. And he sees you going to your dance classes. Oh, my God. And I was a bit like, oh, my God, Ivan Whalen. Because he was very cool and I was not. I didn't smoke. I wasn't cool. Um, and the, It's interesting that quite likes you. I know. <laughs> Is that a bit of uh, giving him a bit of, nah, you know, did I she like go through her. everybody? Oh, yeah, I mean, ne- oh, I quite like her. It's good I think like, for I them, quite it was like her. great. Big, I was, big, yeah. In I no mean, way. I suppose for a cool person, yeah. that's a huge statement, And also, it? bearing in mind, you know, if someone said that now, you'd be like, what then? I was like, <laughs> oh, what more could I ask for? Quite like <laughs> That's all me. I want. Quite. <laughs> what, yeah. what else do I deserve? <laughs> and he's cool. He wears Kappa tracksuits. He's part of the cool gang. So what he was he... at your school? Is that yes. how you knew him? Oh, right. I was like, hi. Um, and um, I just... I think... I think we, we did start to go out with each other. 
And this started... That sounds like you didn't quite manage to go out once. Well... <laughs> it sort of it's started that, and yeah. then didn't get out of Caroline the Caroline Lewis, who was a model, she was in our, our, wow. my class at school. She was like six foot nine, really beautiful, but lo- a lovely girl and not cocky or horrible. But she had a party at her house because her parents were really cool. And I remember it now. They were playing, we close our eyes, we never lose a game. Um, who sings that? Who is it? Yeah, I can't. It's not I can't think of, um, Nick Kershaw, is it? Anyway, that was playing. I had a Dorothy Perkins salmon and white striped bat wing shirt with massive pink salmon buttons on where your nipples are. <laughs> I'd and like to Google that, I think. Perilously <laughs> short white jersey skirt. I mean, just like scraping my tuppence. White skirt, that is daring at that age, isn't it? White I mean, I still don't wear anything. From Macclesfield Market, 13 oh, God, Sarah, I need to see this. I mean, saved for them. Where are you going? Macclesfield yeah. Market, what are you getting? I've saved for the white canvas cowboy boots. <laughs> I'm going to that party. I'm going to get off with Ivan Whalen. <gasps> so I've got my duo tan on my legs, which was like gravy browning, because bear in mind, <laughs> in the 80s. So it was like I'd either shat myself and it was dripping down my legs and I'd rubbed it in. Well, I have made the best of it. <laughs> I had poncho pink eyeshadow, mascara, blusher, lipstick, Bahama blue mascara, electric blue eyeliner. Wow. I know it specifically because I stole it all from my sister's bedroom when she was in. <laughs> and I was really like, because I used to go and look at it all, shed it all laid out. Had you been practicing the look? Eh? Had you been practicing? Like, did you oh, do the makeup? That, you yeah, know, and the outfit and the mirror and giving it. We close our eyes <laughs> and practicing how I was going to dance. And then I was also going to do arms up. Imagination never looks. So I was going to show that was a very him. modern move at that time. I was going to show him that I could do the splits. <laughs> Ivan, Ivan. Ivan, look over here. <laughs> Ivan, that is exactly what happened. He was chatting to Melanie in Caroline's bedroom and I came in. We close our eyes. Window. Hi, Ivan. Chatting to Melanie. Melanie was talking about how she wanted to be a window dresser, probably having a really important conversation. Yeah, formative. I went, Ivan, I can do the splits. Dress skirt already. I mean, no wonder he said yes to going out with me. It must have been around my way. Yeah, because by the time you stand up, I mean, if you when you go down the splits, yeah, I mean, that is just just a belt by then. Um, he was impressed. What teenage boy is not going to be thrilled with a teenage it's girl? It's a display, isn't it? It's a proper dropping of uh... into the splits. Although that was before all the tanga briefs, I probably would have had some quite big pants on. Um, <laughs> we well, don't want to see anything too graphic do you even as a so teenage up boy? I get and by then I've got all I've got Ivan's attention and I'm like <laughs> and then I'm slightly panicking thinking shit I don't really want to do anything with you um it's exactly like the cousins in the well no, in the toy no box. I, I did I did I mean I wanted to snog him and get off with him but I was yeah. a bit scared because I think he's going to want to have full sex yeah immediately <laughs> as it was called then um you're gonna have full sex then you're gonna do french kissing fingering yeah with full sex yeah and I thought, I'm fine with the French kissing. He can put his hand in my starter bra. Not sure about finger blasting. <laughs> I always thought the word blasting wasn't the best. You I know, mean, it's like, like a real, like a boy misunderstands what's actually and then needed I thought, full there. Sex. No, I want to go to dance no. school. Ah, oh, no. and you thought that was <laughs> the choice. You can't you do both. You can't have full sex. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. Yes. <laughs> Although, actually, if you're doing a, uh, you know, this is the story of a life. You do have sex. You are immediately pregnant, and your life is is over. So maybe that was, in some, on some level, that's what you're yeah. thinking. Well, I've got to, got to settle well, down well, with him and have a babies. A girl in our year had got pregnant, and so I was like, nothing's going this, up my tub. And exactly, exactly. This fingers. Can Dick yeah, stones, just the floor, you know, just the floor and tub and my tub and that's oh, what happens. At the time, Mars bars. What? There were Mars bars parties, apparently. Uh, they, I never went to Were they really? Yeah. I, it, mm, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, that's the classic Rolling Stones. So there was a lot of... Thing, isn't it? Um, in the dinner queue. Have you ever been to a Mars bar party? Oh, my God. Yeah. And are they really saying those are going up tuppences? Is that what they're saying? 
Oh, I mean, mate. I wouldn't waste a good piece of chocolate <laughs> on somebody's granny. I'm just picturing it in a real light, standing in a row, sadly inserting them. I mean, it just doesn't seem no. fun and Not sexy to me. Also, wrap her on, wrap her off. The chocolate's going to melt at body temperature. The practicalities bothered me. Um, but anyway, so there we were. So, I, so then Ivan wants to go out with me. And then the next time I see him again is at Caroline Lewis's because her parents were very chilled and that seemed to be the place where you could get off with people. Yeah. And um, So you did get off with him that night? I think we did snog. Yeah, but there wasn't finger blasting. There was no finger blasting. full sex was maybe not got a hand up. in my starter bra, which yeah. would have been 28 AAA at best. <laughs> um, so, and I think he quite, I like the fact that he quite liked that I was a bit different. I was going, I did practice to Elton John, I guess that's why they call it the blues, in the gym at lunchtime. What do you mean you practice? I guess that's why they call it doing... Contemporary dance moves. Yeah. Lovely. So I wasn't, you know... Anyway, so, um, the next time I saw him, I, I'd wore, I wore a really cool outfit, all stolen from my sister. Yeah. Three-quarter leggings with zips up the side from Miss oh. Belfridge. A court shoe, patent, <laughs> Macclesfield Market, plastic... Feet, red raw. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't have those no. liners then. Um, and I felt amazing. Um, I had a black roller neck um, with cut-off sleeves. I mean, I just thought, if anyone has ever looked better than this. I do want to see. I think you, I need you to dig out some photos if, and then you, a very if big, you have any. Very big shoulder pads, black, three-quarter Under the sleeveless. Hair. Right, okay. <laughs> but did you, know, did you know you were going to see him? Yeah. Was this at school? No, this was at a party. This was another party okay, at right. uh, Yeah. And I finished with him. Wow. Baller move, Hadders. You're so looking, you're you're looking concerned. On. No, you must have loved it. No? Did I you love it? I stalked him. And then was a bit like, and then was just terrified thinking, I know that you go oh, out with girls that will do full sex. Mars bar parties, yeah. I'm really frightened. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to do those things. I don't want to. I want to go and do flicky flat ball change at the Scout Hut. Yeah. What um and that's going through your head, but I'm presuming that's not what you said. No, I was a bit like I just I just really um I just really want I think I said what I'd heard Amanda say about one of her boyfriends that she really liked him, but she just wanted to be friends. Wow! And I said that, and okay. I and I said it verbatim how Amanda had yeah. said it, and I felt it, I was in my I had clip on. I still haven't got my ears pierced now. I had clip on hoops. I just thought, this is as good as I'm ever going to look. I'm going to do it now because I look really cool. And you'll never know that. I've never had sex. It's fascinating that that is, that it becomes about that. You know, that this boy who you really liked. Yes. And actually. But actually, but you just I thought this is good as I think I probably did him a disservice. I think he probably would have been. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. God, then I, I don't yeah. know that they are all having full sex. No. But, but at that point. And he really liked me. And I think yeah. he really liked that I was a bit different. And he used to talk to me about my dance classes. And I used to say, yeah, I want to go to London and I want to be an actress. Yeah, that's so and sweet and sad, isn't it? I know. And hearing about when Joe had said she'd gone round to his house and he was very lovely with his mum. And, and you just kind of go. And now I think, oh, no. I mean, look. It's just, it's just, I'm kind of glad for me that I did do it because who knows what could have happened. But sad also that I just didn't think, I just assumed straight away. I know, it is a horrible thought, isn't it? That you do, you know, we were talking about how no one's thinking about you, no one's thinking about you, but you did that purely on what other people, like on other information that was yeah. not fair on him or, you know, no. you, you made all of those assumptions. Yeah. And yeah, he probably was. Fine. Sure, he would have been all right, not, and he was you know. so. But I mean, even now, he just had this most beautiful smile. He was gorgeous, and um, yeah. And I just kind of think, oh, that's sad. That's sad that I didn't um, give it an actual go. Give it an actual go, but oh my god! It, and then I, I, I but found him on Instagram him? and sent him a message. <gasps> like, Did you go to Wilbur's High? And I thought, well, no, Sarah, stop now. <laughs> no, no, let's not. But you sent it. And did he, has he replied? And actually, when I zoomed in on the picture, I was like, oh God, no, he looks like 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny once you get into his back, you know, when you just start thinking, God, what did happen to him? Oh my God. And I did go to a school reunion from my primary school years ago. 
and I did recognize everybody even though people are you know guys have gone bald and everybody put on weight or look completely different you go yeah I can still recognize you yeah I think yeah I would you recognize do this him if I saw seven him seven years no I'm sure and it's weird isn't it because he was just a massive part of your story yeah but I don't know, like, if I got him on the podcast, I don't know whether, you know, how big a story you would I have th- been. I think he'd literally could like, go Sarah, either way. what? <laughs> Sorry. And I think you don't like, know, he might have been, like, the girl who was different, you know, the, and she rejected me after one attempt at finger blasting. You know, it might, it might be the thing that's broken him for life. You don't know. But we just don't, you don't do know. It. I think as well, that time, I would rather have not had a go than be called out for it yeah and I was desperate I used to love kind of you know I, when I was doing my dancing at parties after that I was really made sure that I was dancing in front and you just think why don't you just go out with him why are you preventing yeah. <laughs> him and go you can't have this but you're like because it's weird yeah performance yes so did you see him lots afterwards I did yeah and, and I always never... kind of felt did you fancy like, him yeah. After still. Yes. Really? <laughs> so even thinking weird. about now, I'm just like with his cheekbones and his lovely smile. and I mean, yeah, you could be a part of each other's story. Either way, and if you're listening to this, <laughs> guess in touch. We're You'll happy be just to like, match, mate. Yeah. And, and was he the son of somebody in the kinks? I tried to yeah. respect, I can't remember what happened. It sounds like it might be a bit difficult to find out. Yeah. But if anybody knows that, who are the children of the kinks? But yes. this leads on to, I need to tell you about this. I was obsessed with Christian Slater. Yeah. And particularly, do you remember, well, not remember, he's still famous now, Jared Leto. There was a series called My So-Called Life with Claire Dane. Yes. Yeah, he was uh, absolutely beautiful. Obsessed. You know, he's kind of a terrible person yeah. now. <laughs> Which kind of even you then. Really, I, been about... I mean, none more beautiful. No. My so-called life, I was just like, I cannot oh. believe boys look like this. I, can't, I mean, I, I was can't. 26 when my so-called life was that. And I was watching, I was in a show in town and I used to rush home. And on my combined TV and video, again, look this up, listener. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I would have recorded it on a VHS and I would watch my so-called life and I was just transfixed. Maybe a bit because I felt like I maybe missed out on all that because I yeah. left home. So I was obsessed with Jared Leto. And then I get a phone call and you've got an audition to be a maid in a film called Basil. It's a massive American film. And I was like, oh my God, a little little maid in this film. I was like, yes. And it's going to have Jared Leto in it. Christian Slater. And you're going to be Derek Jacobi's maid. Sir Derek Jacobi. <laughs> yeah, I hope so you go and do this yourself then. And then I'm, and they're like, and you're going to have an affair. And I was like, uh, with Derek Jacobi. <laughs> Listen, Derek, ja- Sir Derek. Sir Derek is that a was catch. Nobody is denying that, but and not nice necessarily. Yeah. And then you have got some scenes with Jared, <gasps> but you're going to be much older. So we're going to thread vein your face. Oh, wow. Flat suit you up a little, pad you out a bit and make you look really awful. And the scene was, they said scene, we pass. I should, I should look it up actually. I'd love we pass to in a corridor, a dimly lit corridor. I'm ruddy cheeked. Please find it if you can. <laughs> ruddy cheeked. I look like a hedgehog. Um, in fact, Mister, your eyes are too close together. Would go there, there. That's <laughs> what there. I'm talking about. Now and everyone can is, see it. Eyes are too big. Would go see, see. And he is obviously brooding, gorge, stunning. And I can actually yeah. like this. Scratch it, scratch it's not here or something. Some t- some <laughs> shitty dialogue. Um, and that was my scene with him. Oh, wow. Devastated. So devastating. Devastated. Um, but I did, I remember... Was there a cast party, though? Well, oh, God. I remember somebody saying, one of the crew saying, that he was, Jared was not very nice and used to do poos in his toilet and not flush them and expect oh. other people to flush them for oh. him. Oh, I mean, oh, no, that, come the on. scales fell from my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, you're suddenly picturing living, the reality of living with him. Yeah, I'm no suddenly good. thinking, no, Jared, no. This could no. never work. But <laughs> I'd love you to have approached him and said that. Can you imagine? Jared, I'm not... <laughs> I'm going to my... reject you before you've... Even... I know what you're going to say, Jared. I know, you I can see it. You want to me, buy your dirty <laughs> toilet. No, I've done it to Ivan Whalen and I'll, and I'll do it to you. 
you will not finger blast me by your dirty <laughs> toilet, sir. Um, Christian Slater was at the rap party and he was being mocked by girls. Yeah. So at one point they were cordoning a bit off and it was one of those <laughs> random moments. Cordoning a bit of cordoning the girl, cordoning using going, the girls as a cordon. standing next to Christian Slater. And you just wow. think, this is insane. I'm yeah. st- and, I, and I think I came out with about two sentences. Can you remember what they were? Something about vodka's nice, isn't it? <laughs> vodka is nice, Sarah, yes. It is, isn't it? But is it is it beguiling? Is it sexy? Is it unknowable? Vodka, <gasps> vodka's nice, isn't it? Vodka's nice. <laughs> in my Karen Millen dress, in my Karen Millen Oh, lovely. Um, and, then, and and the other sentence? Can you remember? I you think said a something like, "I go find the toilet." Yeah, 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 yeah. I and need I to get rid of some of this nice vodka. If someone had put a gun to his head, even that same night, I think he would have gone. A girl? No, I didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> Nobody talked to me all night. He would have said that um, because I'm not sure. Very nice, very nice man, though. Just to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paper, no, no, absolutely. Very nice. Um, didn't let on what a you know, what a, mi- a, mi- a mismatch. <laughs> what about I'm calling well, it a mismatch? Well, hang yeah, on, well, who, was match- who was matching you up? Well, I think I'm just going to plug it in. I've just realised. No, 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 go for it. I can't. Do what you have to do. Where is my charger? Oh, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. We've, ne- we've done an hour. <laughs> we've nearly Stop done it. the bloody hour. Oh my god! How long wow. is it meant to be? Well, we we usually only record for an hour, <laughs> but I you mean, know, come fair, on, you have to finish this. I feel like that's the the oh, big the, the headlines. I've got one more. All right. Do you want to finish what you were saying about Christians later? Well, just that. Or was that just that it did? As I was looking at him, I did. That was a moment I did think about the Wayland because they've both got these slightly kind of almond-shaped eyes, cheekbones, very. And it was just a little, you know. I don't mis- think it is a mismatch. I think that you know, stranger things have happened. I mean, not that, not that. To be clear, Christian Slater did not ask to finger blast me. I want to oh. be. I want to just get that out the way, because they'll be. They'll it's be. It's what everyone was asking. It'll be on the sidebar of shame on the Mail Online. <laughs> you and your Christian bikini. Christian Slater asked to finger blast me. Says had lunch. <laughs> but there was another. I met another. My all-time crush is Brandon Flowers from The Killers. Oh, yes. Oh, I just think he's so sexy. I've seen his show about a million times. I just think he's gorgeous. But I did the Royal Variety show and the headline band, they hadn't put down what it was and I didn't register it. And I was doing Miranda. So I was sort of in a Stevie kind of a little, very little girly dress and converse with a little fringe looking like a children's TV presenter (laughs) slash somebody sort of, that's gone. I was really happy when I was 12 and I'm going to re- recreate I'm that. I'm going to stay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever. And somebody, and I heard somebody saying it was the killers and I ran down to the side of the stage and uh, and everyone was literally like, there's no, put, there'll be so much security. And he was just standing wow. there with no one. And Did I was go like, and speak why to him am about... I dressed like? Oh, you could see I'm through it. You always look great. So then... Thank God I saw a makeup artist from Moran, lovely Nicola, and I literally went, Nicola, I mean, God love Nicola, worst person with a camera on the planet. Oh, I mean, no. it must be the most out of focus. <laughs> oh, no. I literally went, so Nicola. disappointing. And then I just went up to it, and he, I think I couldn't even get out the words, and he went, do you want a photo? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I stood with him, and I was a little bit like, I mean, I look, I Mad look eyes. like, I've gone on a day trip to meet him and <laughs> as part of a charity. That's what I look like. Um, uh, and he just looks gorgeous. And he, in fact, he even said, do you want to take another one because uh, the lighting is behind? Oh, my God, that's and, lovely. And Nicola was fumbling and I was a bit like, no. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> um, but was so, the photo enough? Was there part of you that was thinking, I'd like to actually oh God. come on to him or were you just not capable? Brandon could have finger blasted me. On the during the show, when there would have not been a peep, and at the end, I don't think that's what they're what they're intending. That there's not a peep. 
And at the end, you and you stay quiet, please. <laughs> <laughs> you all stand in a horseshoe because then it was. Um, oh God, is he Prince Prince William now? Isn't he? Pr- no, yeah, no, Prince William and mm, Prince yes. of Kate, Prince of Wales yeah. and Princess of Wales. Yeah, yeah. Came to meet everybody, and I was standing like with Tom Allen. And then on the other side of the stage, Patricia Hodge was next to Brandon Flowers. And I was like, what? Unfair. Unfair. She doesn't even care. So, and she knew, because I've been saying, she's like, this is Brandon Flowers. I was like, (laughs) and so she she turned to him and she was like, and so he started pretending to ping arrows from his heart to me. (gasps) What? I know. Oh, my God. I mean... And that I'm just a bit like, you're joking. I'm not. I'm <laughs> like, I love you. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I love I'm you. I'm taking this love. Yeah. I love you. And I'm accepting your love. And I'm yeah. holding so you, you to, to it from divorce, now on. And you need to, yeah. we need get to. Get on with this. Yeah. Must happen all the time. Um, oh, my God. I know. So I've been very lucky that I have, or something like my mum then. Well, I've, been it, I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky. But it's weird, isn't it? Is it lucky? Like, you know, it's fantastic. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? It's I love that me. I've been very lucky. Have you? Is it luck? Is it? I'm just not saying clear, that. It's just like, none of these people weird. are finger blasted you. <laughs> no, exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, it's crumbs, isn't it? <laughs> An out of focus photo. <laughs> no, lucky. Really lucky. Well done, you. Absolutely. Fully deserved. <laughs> I think I think we can do better. I think we'll do a part two sometime. Slim picking. (laughs) Do you know it's a tricky one though because they are these are big people though. Christian Slater, you know Brandon Flowers, Jared Leto. I'm not. You know I'm not sniffing. Just we just would want more. What I (laughs) need to do? Just an actual. Event. A, a, yeah, an actual event, an actual something. <laughs> oh, Rather than you shouting at the makeup woman. <laughs> you no, know, I mean, literally going, let me down. I'm Furious. so with you, though. I'm I not danced with a very beautiful man once, and I got my friend to take photos, and they're the worst photos you've seen, and I look. Terrible. And you just, ha- you just, just like, why? Why? Did you do the maths at school? The uh, L O V E S. No. <laughs> no. Well, this is how you find out whether you're compatible with your crush. Okay. And so you need to tell me. And it sounds like there's some competition. Who is your biggest crush? Who comes to mind? Full name, please. I'd probably say it was Ivan Whalen. Ivan Whalen. And how do you spell Whalen? I think. I B A N, obviously, and then I think Waylon W H A L E N W H A L E N. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's very odd. Um, <clears throat> okay, so now, I mean, I'll have to send you the video of how to do this. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't have any ha- have this. I don't know. You might be concentrating. I probably on did, dancing, and I've had. Do you know I've but... had a, mel- a hotmail crisis? Oh yes. Yeah. No, you're as cursed with tech as I am um okay so I'm afraid it's 21 percent well a little cranky well I'll have to try Christian Slater and go you probably don't remember me <laughs> but we met rap party in 19 19- we bonded over vodka and 1997 toilets. I said some very prescient things <laughs> probably very compatible yeah um thank you very much Sarah Hadland. It's been a joy. I'm going to tell everybody to do this. It's brilliant. There we go. Thank you so much to the magnificent Sarah Hadland. Uh, she's been in touch a couple of times since and um, really seems to be uh, tracking that boy down. Um, uh, apparently he runs a car dealership, so she's thinking of dropping in the next time she goes near her home. So who knows, we could end up with our first crushed wedding. Uh, although I have to say it's more likely to be a complete disaster. But that's also very 
in keeping with the show. Um, Thank you to her. Thank you to my producers. Thank you to you, the listeners, especially the ones... Listen, I don't mind the listeners who are just listening and are enjoying to a certain extent. What I really love are the people who make any kind of effort at all, whether that's to click on the old five stars, uh, subscribe, saying nice things. Honestly, the compliments that that you have given in your reviews are just so heartwarming. And um, although a friend of mine said uh, recently uh, that he liked my new um, you love me energy. So I should just end by saying that, shouldn't I? Listen, I deserve it. And you know, I do. If you want to get to grips with the Substack app and get ad-free listening for a cup of coffee's worth of money a month, you should do that. And you know that I deserve that. Thank you so much for listening. I love you anyway. Goodbye. You've been listening to Crushed by Margaret Caborn-Smith, hosted by Margaret Caborn-Smith and produced by Victoria Lloyd and Lindsay Fenner for Mighty Bunny Productions. If you can bear it, please like, subscribe, rate and give us a nice review as it helps me feel better about my life choices. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.